All right, family, here we go. Uh, season seven, episode one starts right now. Things you should know right off the bat. I've had four cups of coffee. I'm a little nervous. Did I mention my name's Chotty? Yeah. Oh, um, this is a podcast for imperfect people, and uh, you should know that uh, I cry in corners. True story. Okay, guys, we are kicking into season seven of I Crying Corners. My name's Chotty. I, uh, for those that don't know who I am, I am a, a podcaster, writer, lover of Jesus, wife, um, coffee enthusiast who started a podcast back in 2018 with my friends at Creative Church, and it's just kind of evolved. Um, things that you should know about my podcast. I talk a lot about feelings because I have them, but I also steward them well. And so what I cry in corners overall, if I had to give it to you in one sentence, it's a leadership principle that says, yeah, I got emotions, but I know how to actually steward them well and uh, surrender them to the King of kings and Lord of lords, that is Jesus. Because when uh, Jesus was overwhelmed, he did it well. He didn't do it crazy. And so I just want to do emotions and have my emotions and love Jesus and love people and do it well. So pretty much all of my podcast seasons are about how to be a good steward of your life um, in ministry, in life, and in everything. I believe ministry, also you should know this, yes, I am in vocational ministry, but to me, ministry is not working for a church. Ministry is being a flashlight in dark places. And um, so wherever you are in life, um, this podcast is for you, so make sure you share it. And uh, yeah, tell your friends about it, as I'm excited about this particular season, as we are talking about how to war well. Yep. We're talking about warring seasons. I recently turned 40. I know. You're like, what? You don't look like a day over 20. Ah, stop it. (laughs) I turned 40 um, and uh, everybody was like, oh my gosh, aren't you like super duper excited? You're in a promised land season. And I was like, promised land? I read my Bible fam and promised land seasons are just different kinds of wildernesses. Um, I'm big on the wilderness. I wrote a book about it. And um, I truly believe that we go from one wilderness uh, to another wilderness because we were really meant to be garden people and then sin entered the world and we became wilderness people. I don't say that to be depressive. I say that that one day when uh, Jesus comes back for all of us in the craziness, um, we'll get to be garden people again. Uh, But right now we just need to be really, really good at the wilderness and uh, there's nothing wrong with that. But promised land seasons are just a a different version of the wilderness, except for they have really big fruit and really big giants. If you read your Bible and read the story of the promised land, the Hebrew people walk into the promised land and it's awesome, but it's filled with giants. And uh, it goes quickly from a wilderness season into a warring season. And I think that when God, uh, when we're faced with promises, you have to war for it. You know, you think about it uh, through the example of pregnancy. Uh, when people are uh, pregnant uh, and then they have to have that baby, there is a transitional warring labor that you have to go through before you actually can hold on to your promise and your fruit. And that's what I feel I'm currently in. I am in a, a season of um, 
I don't know, man, I want to say transition, but I'm not transitioning. And into anything, I just feel it in my spirit and in my bones that I, and maybe it's from turning 39 into 40, I know that I've transitioned into something new. And um, I have felt this in little pockets of my life, but I feel it very strongly now. And maybe it's, maybe it's the age, um, I think maybe it is, um, but it's caused me to really try to study what it looks like to war well. And when I say war well, it does not mean to war in a way that makes me victorious. I know that sounds weird. It makes me want to war well because I'm already victorious. Jesus already died on the cross. All of the things that I want in my life and the things that I see, God, he, he made it victorious on the cross. I don't need to win in the war. I've already won. What I want to do in a warring season where I'm faced with giants that I've never encountered before is I want to war well. I want to war with integrity. I want to war with character. Um, I want to war in a way that honors God and that honors people and that loves people. It's important to me that in seasons of war that that's what comes out of it. Now, other people might be like, mm-mm. I'm here, I'm here for the bloodshed. I'm not, I don't like to be hit in the face. I was in a lot of fights in high school. I know what it's like to get in the face. I do not war like that, okay? Uh, and I also don't wanna war with my words. Um, I wanna war in the manner in which God warred. And uh, he didn't pick fist fights. He sent his son to die on a cross and bring victory to all of us. So that's what we're talking about this season. How to war well. If you find yourself uh, amongst big fruit, and big giants, um, we're going to talk about that this season. I'm going to do it in five episodes. Uh, I felt like the Lord, um, as I was walking through 40, I wrote a book about it. I felt like I took every day of my life uh, from 1 to 40 and started talking about the lessons. And I felt like the more I wrote and the more I sought God about it, he was like, you're in a warring season and you need to start studying Ephesians 6. Ephesians 6 is all about the full armor of God. I was like, sweet Jesus, I will go do that. Since I have the shield of faith tattooed on my arm, I might as well go and actually study it. And so as I began to study those 20 verses, um, I built out the podcast for the season and we're going to go through episode one is going to be the basics, episode two, uh, the training, three, the enemy, uh, four, the armor, uh, which is the full armor of God and five, which is the battle. So now that you have context of how we got here and now you know where we're going, I'm going to jump right into the basics. So I want you to understand something really important. One, I have a big brother. I have a big brother who's a G.I. Joe. And by a G.I. Joe, I mean he is an actual a drill sergeant in the Army. He's been overseas. Um, he has jumped out of airplanes and done a lot of things I don't really understand. Um, and uh, the thing that I love so much about him is he always, when he comes home from these deployments, he always talks to me about the basics. Man, if I wouldn't have had the basics, I wouldn't have been able to do this. If I wouldn't have done this, I wouldn't have been able to do this. It, 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 it talks all about how the army has really prepared him for deployment. And um, right now he's actually teaching soldiers. He became a drill sergeant, which is really awesome. He's got a cool hat. He, look, he looks like a GI Joe, I'm not gonna lie. And um, he's teaching people the basics so that they can actually go to war. And so when I began to process how to war well, I felt like the Lord said, you need to go back to the basics. I was like, cool, Genesis, where am I going? Gospels, I'll go there, Jesus. And he said, go to Ephesians 6. And I was like, Lord, the, I don't know if you've read your word, um, <laughs> but Ephesians 6 is all about the full armor of God. And actually, the first nine verses of Ephesians 6 are actually 
basics. And so those are the things I want to take you through today. I think that when people um, are faced with warlike giants and situations, that what they do is they forget the basics, they freak out, and they immediately start trying to put on armor and how to figure it out. But you know what? I look at the Word of God and I realize very quickly in reading the Word and reading the stories that sometimes... I wrote this down because honestly it was... If you don't have the basics, you can't war. You can't war well. Um, what will happen is you will uh, go back to your emotions and you'll go back to the things, your default settings per se, and um, you'll forget God in the war. And you'll forget that you actually are victorious. So before I start reading what I wrote, I'm just going to read the word and I'm going to give it to you exactly how I felt like God gave it to me, if that's okay. Um, just a little bit of a mess this morning. Um, Ephesians 6, uh, if you're following along, whether you're listening on iTunes and Spotify or whether you're watching on the YouTubes and uh, the other places in which I have this episode, um, I just want to say that I've been praying for you. Um, I don't know if you're in a warring season, whether you're coming up to a warring season, whether you're warring in the wilderness, um, whatever season you're in, I do truly believe that this is a now word for you. Whether you hear it a year from now, 10 years from now, or six weeks from now when it's released, I believe that God has something specifically for you. So if you can, and you're listening in your car, come back to this and write notes. If you're listening to it or watching it, just jot down what I'm about to say because it's something that you're going to want to have in front of you um, when the stuff goes down. Okay, so here we go. Ephesians 6. Now to you, children, obey your parents and the Lord because this is right in God's eyes. This is the first commandment unto which he has added a promise. Honor your father and your mother, and if you do, you will live long and well in the land. Let me pause. I felt like I was in a warring season and God wanted me to learn about the full armor of God. I was super excited. And then I came to the Bible and I read that and I said, Lord, I don't know if you sent me to the wrong chapter because this doesn't make sense. And the Lord said, read it again. Now to you, children, obey your parents and the Lord because this is right in God's eyes. The very first thing you need to know in a warring season is obedience. You can't put on the full armor of God without having a firm foundation in obedience. Um, also, I feel like I should say that obedience doesn't feel good, okay? Obedience feels right. It literally says obedience uh, because this is right in God's eyes. And when I say obedience, I mean it's a basic principle when you're following Jesus that you just need to obey his word, obey his laws, obey uh, the things that he's put in front of us, obey his word in a way that um, it shakes things a bit. I know that right now Christianity is counterculture. I got it. We live in a, I think it's a, po is it right? Post-Christian culture, right? It's on the other side of it. I don't know. I'm not articulate like that. Um, the point I'm trying to make is Christians right now, we look weird, dude. We, we're, we're picket signing and um, not loving people and uh, pushing people out of the church. And the truth is, the church should be going out to the people. But God can't send us out to war in love and war in kind and war from a place of victory if we first can't even obey Him in the little things. Let me explain. 
As Christians, I feel like everybody wants to obey God in the big. Everybody wants to obey God so they can be an influencer, obey God so they can talk on a platform, uh, obey God so that on all the cute, sexy things, the Red Sea moments, the, um, you know, it's like everybody wants to love Jesus and be like Jesus until Jesus is on the cross and then nobody wants that part. Everybody wants the pre-cross Jesus. Nobody wants the hidden years Jesus. They just want that little part where he was like feeding 5,000, which is such a tiny, minimal thing about Jesus. His ministry was only three years, but he lived 30 years, guys. He died a horrible death. And it's like nobody wants God's hiddenness or his death, but they only want the cool, sexy parts. I say all that to say that there's a whole gambit of Jesus that we miss. And sometimes we need to just be obedient to God in the hidden seasons. So let's start there. God wants us to go back to the basics and warring seasons because he needs to build our integrity. He needs to build our character. And he doesn't do that in the limelight. He does that in hidden seasons. Some of you are in hidden seasons right now and you're like, but I have all these gifts. I can go to war. I'm great with a sword. And God's like, cool, cool. You don't have the character to sustain it right now. You don't have the maturity to sustain it right now. Calm down. God wants to use your giftings. God wants to use every bit of what you have, but you're not ready yet, okay? And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. But take the time then to obey God in the little things so he can build your character and build your integrity and build the things within you that he needs to build. The one thing that God tends to build uh, in in what I refer to as... uh, hidden seasons, uh, struggling seasons, daily cross seasons, as he's trying to build trust within you. That's what obedience, that's what the basics do. They build trust. God's not going to send you out to war and not trust you. And you don't want to be out to war without really trusting him. I wrote this down that trust is built in the small yeses. It's built in the getting up in the morning early. It's getting to work on time. It's being um, respectful. It's being, um, I wrote this down that uh, a practical way of obedience is let your yes be yes. It shows your integrity. If, some, if you say you're going to do something, do it. If you're not going to do something, don't do it. Another thing that I wrote down is <laughs> just be on time. God builds our character by us just respecting people and respecting their time. That's the absolute truth. Um, Hey guys, if you're new to the podcast, you should know I have a cat. And she tends to roam my house for some reason, only when I'm doing the podcasts. Um, So she might jump on my lap. Um, Hopefully she won't. She's currently circling me like a shark, so I don't really know what's going on. Anyways, we're talking about practical yeses. We're talking about obedience. Uh, Trust is built in obedience. In those hidden seasons, if we look at the life of Jesus before he was deployed, because that's what war does. It deploys you onto front lines and things. Before he can do that, he's got to bring you back. to. He sends you to basic training. And that's what we're doing today. Basic training. Trust. (laughs) I wrote this down that God can't trust you with the full armor if he can't even trust you with stones. We look at King David and he's about to fight Goliath. And Saul puts, it's in 1 Samuel 17. And Saul goes to put on all this armor and it doesn't fit him. What the hidden season does for you, what seasons that are not in the limelight do is they build you up so you can actually be um, good with the armor that God wants to give you. Also, it teaches you how to use your stones. It teaches you how to use your giftings. David was like, I don't need the armor yet. I got these stones and I'm awesome at it. God has given you some stones that you need to learn how to wield. But it only happens in those small yeses. It only happens in obedience. The other thing... 
that I love about this. It goes on, it says, also, this is the first commandment onto which he added a promise. Remember I said, I feel like I'm in a promised land season. Honor your father and your mother, and if you do, you will live long and well in the land. The second basic thing that I think as Christians is that we should know how to honor. Not only do we need to be obedient to God in our everyday life in the small yeses, but we need to know how to honor, okay? First things first, let me define what I believe honor to be. Honor is how you love. Uh, I think a lot of people take honor and they're like, but you're not loyal to me, so you don't honor me. Loyalty is different. Loyalty is what you love. Honor is how you love. Because loyalty should only ever be given to the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. He's the only one that has your allegiance, okay? People will fail you. Like, I'm all for being a ride or die. I wrote an entire podcast about it. I'm a very loyal person. It's a core value to me. But sometimes I have, in, in my life, I have intertwined honor and loyalty. And what that has done is it's uh, given me false expectations about people, which is not their fault. It's my fault. Because I gave them my, my complete and utter loyalty when really I should have just loved them and honored them and given God my loyalty. Um, so there's a difference. Honor is how you love. Loyalty is what you love. And what happens in these hidden seasons, in these seasons where we have not yet been deployed, in seasons where we're in basic, the basic of training, we get our heads shaved, we're learning how to follow, um, we learn what honor truly is. You, I wrote this down that you need to understand honor in war or you'll mistreat people. That's right. God gives you authority. I mean, he gives you authority, but he also puts authority over you. And a lot of times in our hidden seasons when we're struggling and we're just learning our stones and we're just trying to learn, uh, gosh, about ourselves and, and build our integrity and build our character, that we get really frustrated with authority. We get real frustrated with the sun that, and the shade that is literally giving us shade from the sun. And you're like, I just really want to tan. And God's like, you don't have any sunscreen on yet. I'm going to need you to just focus on being under the shade. And what we do is we look at the shade that God's given us and we get bitter and offended by it when, when God keeps going, hey dude, this is, this is covering. This is not a lid. This is covering. And in seasons where we're immaturity will look at authority that you don't like, that you don't trust, that you're frustrated with as a lid when really God's giving them to you as a covering. Now, will it be uncomfortable? Probably. But God's building integrity. Is it going to be a little frustrating? Yeah, probably. But God's building your character because he's trying to teach you about honor. You won't always be in love with the things you have to honor. Honor's hard, but honor's necessary. You look at King David. I always go back to David when I think about honor because Saul threw legit spears at him. Not like, hey bud, uh, I don't like you right now. I don't think, I don't like your work ethic. I'm not, I don't like your creative process. No, Saul threw like actual spears at him and yet David still honored him because God had put Saul in authority over Israel, over him. Now, do I think it was a little crazy? Yeah, I probably would have thrown a spear back. I probably would have, but you know what? I'm not King David. I don't have the legacy of David. David has a legacy of David, and that's why, because he honored. He honored out of love. And so, Chadi, I really hate my authority, and I don't actually love them. Well, that's a you problem. That's not a them problem, because you should be able to love everybody. I'm not saying like everybody, but love should always be the base. You should always be able to see people like Jesus saw people. People are broken. Uh, people are unfair. Uh, but people are still people. They still belong to God. And uh, you don't need to like them, but you do need to love them. And if you love them and you can do that well, what will happen is you'll find yourself honoring them. And uh, 
you'll understand the covering that you're under and you'll be able to grow in integrity, grow in character under the covering. The third thing, oh, oh, I wrote this down. Longevity in life, when you honor, there's safety in that. Honor your father and your mother and if you do, you will live long and well in the land. There's a promise attached to this commandment. We're in promised land seasons, guys. We're, fi- we're facing really, really big giants. Guys, but there's really, really big fruit and really, really big promises that God wants to give you, but you have to have the integrity and the character to hold on to them, and honor does that. Honor builds that uh, muscle in you to be able to carry these things. All right. Can I give you a practical real quick about honor? I can. It's my podcast. I can do what I want. Um, another a practical thing, if you're like, Chadi, okay, you're telling me to love these people. I just want to karate chop them in the throat. How do I honor? Just start with this. How do you speak about your authority in private and in public? Is it life-giving? Are you throwing out their dirty laundry to everybody? That's not honoring. So just start with that. Start in your speech. When people ask you, choose love. Choose the best thing to say. Don't say anything. That's a good one. Just stay silent. Sometimes you don't need a commentary. Honor people with your words. And what'll happen is you'll find that um, it'll get to your heart eventually. Um, You know, uh, what is it? Guard your heart for it's the wellspring of life. You know, everything comes from your heart. But when when you're ingesting nonsense, don't sit around people that talk smack about your boss too. Can you try not to do that? Anybody that's authority, whether it's your parents from or a teacher or whatever it is in your life that is authoritative, the government, guys, choose to speak life. The power of life and death is in the tongue. Speak life. And um, what you'll find is uh, you'll honor. You know what I'm saying? Chadi, you're awesome. Thanks. You know, sometimes you got to strengthen yourself in the Lord. That's what I was doing. All right. Then it goes on in verses uh, four through nine, and it goes on to talk about uh, kindness. I'm going to read it to you just because I like to read. Uh, and fathers, do not drive your children mad, but nurture them in discipline and teaching, teaching that came from the Lord. Slaves, respect and fear your earthly masters. Obey and serve them with the same sincerity of heart obedience as you serve the anointed one honor don't put on a see what i did there you see how i wrapped that all in um don't put on a show just because they are looking serve them in good faith and if you were serving the lord not men because all good deeds are gifted back from the lord guys if you obey if you honor you reap that if you're a butthole to your boss i guarantee you one day you're gonna be a boss and you know what you're gonna sit there and produce buttholes Mm-hmm. I just said that. That just came out a couple times in my podcast. You're, you literally reap what you sow, dude. If you're disrespectful, you'll reap disrespectful people. Just throwing that one out there. Um, all good deeds are gifted back to the Lord. Jump to nine. Masters, hear this. Act in kind. Be kind to your slaves. Stop terrorizing and threatening them. Don't forget that you have a master in heaven who does not take sides or pick favorites. Kindness. Kindness. Be obedient. Be honoring. Be kind. These are basic principles in war. You want to war well? Be kind. You can't go to war without kindness. Chadi, that's like completely backwards. Not in the kingdom it's not. Because God cannot trust you with the sword of the spirit if he can't trust you to be able to see that you're dealing with people and not dealing with... Like the people are not your enemy, which I'm going to talk about in a couple podcasts. But I think that God builds this trust in you. He builds this obedience in you. He builds this honor in you. And you do it with a level of kindness. And what happens is that kindness sees people for who they are. And it allows you to see which enemy you're actually fighting. 
You can't war without kindness. If you war without kindness, when you get that sword of the spirit, it won't be the sword of the spirit. It'll be the sword of your emotions. If you war without kindness, you won't have a belt of truth. You'll have a belt that lacks empathy because everybody has a truth. And you'll be like, my truth is the right truth. And you won't be able to see people for how they are. Instead, you'll be able to, to love people to truth instead of beat them over the head with your belt of truth. That's actual thing. The shoes of the gospel of peace. You actually will bypass people because you're on your little gospel trip and you'll miss the gospel, which is people. God, help us not miss people. God wants to ready you for the armor of God. He wants to ready you for armor. David at one point in 2 Samuel, you know, there was that first story where he wasn't ready for the armor. And then there was a story where he's, he's armored up and he's fighting and his boys go, you don't even have to fight anymore. God wants to get you to a place where you're wearing the armor and he says, you don't even have to fight anymore because I'm going to fight your battles. And we've already won. We've already won. And guys, I don't know where you are today, but God, he's already won. You don't have to fight any battles. You just have to go. If you're, if you're really struggling, go back to the basics. God, what am I not obeying you in? God, what am I not honoring? God, am I not being kind? Show me these things. Go back to the basics. Because next week we're going to talk about training. That's right. After you go to basic, they actually send you to training. And I'll explain all of this next week. But guys, just this week, go back to the basics. Sometimes the best thing you can do is go back to hidden seasons and die on that cross daily. Die to yourself, die to your emotions, die to the drama and die to this world because at the end of the day, all you need is Jesus because he's already won. He's already won. Well, that's it for me. I love you guys. Um, I have tons of resources on my YouTube channel and um, on my mailing list. Sign up for my mailing list so I can send you a full 10-week Devo. And I just want to resource you guys for this season because we're at war. And uh, you cannot um, war well without understanding that your life is meant to be obedient to the King of Kings, living from a place of honor, and um, yeah, being kind. Yeah, that's it. I love you, weirdos. Pretty much. Hi, my name's Chadi. I'm a writer, designer, producer, but I'm best known for being the voice behind the podcast, I Cry in Corners. Pretty much. I've written a book. It's called Nomad. It's a survival guide for wilderness seasons. Yep, Nomad will encourage you to laugh, cry, and thrive in the difficult seasons of life. Nomad is also a reminder that even though life may have you navigating valleys, mountains, quicksand, every part of the journey is meant to grow you. You can find Nomad wherever books are sold or at iCryingCorners.com. Let's embrace the journey.